0: Hello,
1: How
2: are you?
0: I'm good. I'm a bit tired, but I'm good.
2: Yeah, sure of uh, your first week back at work. How's that?
0: Yeah, it was very boring today. <laughs> it went quicker than I anticipated though, so we're all right.
2: <laughs> well I know it was, uh, I know you were dying to go back to work. how How's that feeling now?
0: Um, I feel much better now. It's kind of like out the way. And, you know, I think I was a bit anxious this morning. I had like butterflies driving to work. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. But then I just walked in the office and was like, I'm back, bitches.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And how long has it been since you last been at work?
0: Um, So I looked on my, because we use Skype at work and communicate with one another. So I looked on my Skype and I believe it was the 6th of November.
1: <laughs> oh
0: wow. Yeah, so like like what? November, December, January, February, March, yeah, five months.
2: I mean, for me, I haven't been back at my part-time job since 17th of December. So I'm not back until the middle of May, basically. So next month.
0: That's mad, isn't it? All this time.
2: Because I was a, Because I work in hospitality, that's the situation
0: yeah
2: so you I mean, know how so the whole lockdown plan in the uk um how it is how yeah. hospitality is probably gonna come last really yeah i
0: know well if you've not got an out- an outdoor seating area where you work
2: um basically we have um five i believe no six branches within the uk And Mm. the the situation is, we're the only branch. My branch is in High Street, Kennington. So it's like a posh area. And Mm. there's no outdoor seating for our branch, but everyone else's has their own one.
0: That's annoying because you could have gone back to work like literally next week.
2: Yeah. But I don't, uh, to be honest, I don't mind because I've been thriving with my (laughs) business and I've been thriving on stereo, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. But how does right. it feel for yourself for um, your, your decision not to be on stereo as much now? Because this is your this is basically your last show this week, and another
3: one.
0: Well, I, I've i obviously got the Saturday morning show with Rishi, but he doesn't schedule that until, like, Friday evening, so... <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is my last show, apart from the Saturday shows, for a little while. I might try and get some fillers in on a Tuesday evening, but...
2: Yeah. Um just another question. Oh my god, I just lost Uh I've just lost it. (laughs) You know what? It'll come back to me when we play these messages. Let's play the first one.
4: Paolo Honey. What's up? How are you?
2: I am well. Thank you. Welcome to Tea Time. Oh yeah, that was a question. Have you have you seen um any episodes of Tea Time? Are you aware of how it works?
0: Um, yeah, so I listen who did I listen? I listened into I listened back to Teagan's episode. Mm-hmm. Um I listened to a little bit of Millie J's last night. Um I've listened to a bit of Bex's, so yeah, I know I know what goes down. <laughs>
2: Yes. How do you feel about being on tea time? Because I actually asked you, and I remember when we spoke about this. You were like, "But I have nothing to say." I was like, "I'm I'm sure you have a story to tell."
0: I <laughs> see. I think I'm just quite vanilla. Like, I'm one of those people that someone says, "Like, oh, tell me something interesting about yourself." I'm like, "Uh, it's not really that interesting, to be honest." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, welcome guys who are listening right now. Welcome to Tea Time. This is your second dose this week. L- last night I had the mini J Green on like Tea Time. And now today my special guest is none other than Manchester's beloved Catherine <laughs>
1: 2020. <laughs> oh, I'm here at last. <laughs>
2: Yes. Um. Yeah. First question I want to ask, which is the most important question of them all at tea time, mm-hmm. is what tea of choice have you decided for this conversation tonight?
0: So I don't really drink tea. Okay. So I've just got a boring old cordial, bit of apple and blackcurrant. You know.
2: <laughs> nice, nice. So, what well, do you want Do you drink coffee or hot chocolate at least?
0: Um, I'm more of a coffee drinker, um, but I'm a bit of a coffee snob, so, like, I don't like instant coffee. Oh, so I, I uh, you're, <laughs> you're
2: same like me, I, I like to go my coffee beans, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I've got a coffee maker, but I'd rather just go to Starbucks and buy it.
2: And <laughs> um, what kind of coffee would you usually order?
0: Um, so it depends. It's usually an iced caramel macchiato, um, okay. or as we get into colder months I'll probably be that basic bitch and get a pumpkin spice latte or a gingerbread latte <laughs> Gosh.
2: yeah okay let's play some more ditties and see what it's saying with that
5: hey Go. y'all how y'all doing hope y'all having a good uh, well hell I guess it's <laughs> evening over there now ain't it it's uh, 3 o'clock over here what 9 o'clock damn is it 9 o'clock over there already holy crap Anyway, I'm rambling. Uh hope y'all have a good show.
2: Yes. Welcome Hi. to Tea Time 7 Okay, he's got another one.
5: I'll be sitting around listening, seeing uh, what's going on. I think this might be my first tea time. Can I exchange it for some coffee?
6: Yes. yes. Of course you
2: can. I
6: mean, <laughs> just because coffee. it's called tea time
2: doesn't mean you have to specifically drink just tea, you know. You can have whatever you want, really.
0: I mean, I'm not going to lie, when I first heard tea time, I thought it was food. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because it's such a British thing, because like, sometimes like the Brits like to call dinner time tea time, isn't it?
0: hmm yeah. Especially in the North. I, mean- I think it's a bit of a Northern thing. We'll yeah, I it,
2: I'm quite exotic when it comes to being in London and raised here because I'm Portuguese. So I just call it was it? I just call it my dinner time or din's or something like that, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just call it a scram <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh You're Should we go scram i wow, I've never heard that time before. It sounds dirty. <laughs> oh, we I love, love it, it, it in this household. We're like scram <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, let's play this message from Adam.
3: Hey, Pylo. Hey.
0: Kathleen, how are you
4: both doing? I've just been um on the
2: bohos um, doing pickup li- lines for the past hour.
3: And now I'm ready for the tea time show. Let's go. Yeah. Hey,
2: you're right Kathleen you're right (laughs) (laughs) I didn't
1: even
0: pick up on that even Cedric just messaged me saying (laughs) Kathleen I did not pick up on that at all
2: (laughs) from tonight you you shall be known as Kathleen 2020 oh my god I got an
0: email in work before right and someone spelt my name wrong and I was so angry about it like literally storming around the office like who the fuck does this person think they
2: are (laughs) (laughs) okay let's play one from your bestie emily hi
6: guys you knew i was gonna tune in as you both know it's my birthday today i've been drinking prosecco since uh, five five (laughs) Maybe earlier. I don't know. Um, but I'm here now listening to you guys because I love you both. Um, so, yeah. And I'm still drinking Prosecco. But now I'm just <laughs> drinking it with you. So, have a great show. I'll probably be here the whole time. Love oh, you. Yeah.
0: Can I just say happy birthday to Emily. And what a birthday glow up that that queen has fucking had. Like,
2: honestly, happy she's birthday, gone, she's gone well. from a
0: 10 to a 20. Like...
2: What do you mean a 20? She's gone from 10 to 100, bitch. She's
0: gone from a 10 out of 10 to a 20 out of 10. She's she's like a fine wine that just gets better with age. And I'm scared for what she's going to be like when she's like in her 30s because... Damn. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I thought for a moment that she's like, you're like, she's aging like fine cheese. I was like, oh, girl, what are you about to say that? And, you know. <laughs> Okay, Um, happy (laughs) birthday Emily. I hope you're having a fabulous birthday. Okay, another one from Jake.
1: Hello, it's Jake Paul, it's Jake Jake Paul,
2: Jake Paul, Jake Paul. Hi. Hello.
3: I would like a spot of tea. No, just kidding. Um Yeah, I never tuned into the show, but you have Millie J. Green in the house and I love Millie J. Green. So I'm gonna sit here and listen to you and Catherine for a little bit. Uh Catherine, I'm sure you got a lot of interesting things to say. Um you just don't know it yet. So um so give us a spot of tea, okay? Spot of
0: tea. cup
3: of tea. I like
0: I
2: I see so many messages quickly just saying hi and everything um let's just pause this for a moment I want to ask (laughs) you the second question which I usually ask all the guests on tea time is would you like to let the um, live listeners know where you are in the world right now and how is your lockdown situation if any
0: um so I'm currently sat in my living room in Manchester and my lockdown situation it's okay um we're getting there <laughs> it, it's better than it has been so you know I, I don't think i can complain anymore because i just i'm in such a good mood today i'm tired but i'm in such a good mood just it's mm-hmm. been so nice today to have some human interaction i can't even tell you
2: how was um how was lockdown before going to work like how was the vibe that time round
0: uh it's it's been up and down i'm not gonna lie it's been it has been the hardest one um, and i know we we spoke about it on one of your previous mm-hmm. lives like you know I, I think everyone's kind of struggled with this one the most um in england the weather's been a bit shit it's like oh third time round here we go again like you know so i think everyone's kind of struggled with it but you know there's light at the end of the tunnel now guys we've we've got this
2: And do you want to explain to the live listeners how you felt during the first one, though? Like, when everyone didn't even realise what to do during the first Mm. time, because, like, it was such a new experience for all of us, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, the first one I saw as an absolute blessing. You know, I have a very stressful job and I don't get a lot of time away from my job. So Mm -hmm. to suddenly go from that to having nothing to do, I was like, oh my God, this is brilliant. (laughs) Like I was getting, it was nice warm weather. We were getting drunk every day, like just having a nice time. And then I think we kind of went back to work and it was like, oh, well, maybe this is done with now. Like we've had that nice few weeks break. um, Mm. And then obviously second lockdown happened and it was like, oh, this is a bit of a shitter, but you know, we've done it once. We can do it again, like. And then the third one hit, and it was like, oh, fuck's sake, not again.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, uh... I didn't say, now, listen, now you're doing fine. You're, it seems like you're thriving now. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I just hope for bigger and better things for you, darling, this year, you know?
0: Yeah, no, and we're manifesting everything this year. 2021 isn't going to know what's hit it. Let me mm. tell
2: you. <laughs> and can I just put it out there? Because I always say this, like, like now every time that i feel like 2021 is now the year of hustling like everyone needs to fucking hustle Mm. to get where they want
0: to get you know yeah no i agree 100 percent. just like i said manifesting everything and just Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. hoping that everything goes okay because i think i feel like we are at the back end of this now i really do and i'm I'm remaining Mm -hmm. hopeful that we are like you know the question arose today like oh do you reckon we're gonna go back into lockdown i was like no we're not talking about this we're not putting mm-hmm. that out into the world today we're saying nope we're here we're back for good everyone's thinking is she all right <laughs> it's like i can't, can't um
2: <laughs> i hope um, who, um people are listening right now to the tea time i hope they're aware like now uh, everything is easing i hope everyone is now more appreciative of friends and family now because Mm -hmm. Like, just, like, being in lockdown, being isolated, especially if people are alone for themselves. Like, it is, it Mm -hmm. was difficult for a lot of people, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's only one thing that I can't wait to do, and that's go and see my grandma and granddad. Like, it... Mm -hmm. Honestly, when I say that I have never missed two human beings more in my entire life, it it wouldn't even be doing it justice, you know? Mm -hmm. And so... I can't wait for the day that I can go and give them a cuddle, which hopefully won't be too far away because they've both had their um, second in, in vaccines now. So hopefully in a few weeks we'll ah. be able to go and see them.
2: Lovely. Okay, yeah. but before we get into everything, your first um, subject of the night on tea time, let's mm-hmm. play a couple more ditties because they're still piling oh, up. You know. So this one is from RB. Hello you
0: two. I'm listening in and I'm pretty sure a cocktail could be put in place of tea, just checking for a friend.
2: <laughs> oh honey, yeah. it can be the thing you want, you know.
0: Right
2: now. <laughs> I should've I should have just changed like when I messaged you on um, the topics. So I should have just messaged you be like um in brackets, it doesn't necessarily need to be tea, by the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anyone knows me by now, you'll know that I love an alcoholic beverage. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, I had some, was it Minnie Jay um, yesterday saying "Oh, she was ready for a bottle of tequila, you know?
0: <laughs> well, I can't wait because it, it's my birthday next week, right? So we're going to. Oh, happy um, birthday! birthday! I think it's next week. Oh, my God. Yeah, are you serious? Yeah, it's yeah, it next <laughs> Yeah, but it is next week. It's next Saturday. Um, How did you forget your
1: <laughs> birthday.
0: No, no, it's just because it seems so like soon, but it's yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but it's like the have you been that person
2: where you just forgotten the days and time, like existence? Uh, no, 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 no,
0: honey. I I never forget my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Aries, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, but it just it seems so weird to say that it's next week, but it's only Tuesday now, and it's um. My birthday's on Saturday. But we're going somewhere that's got a margarita bar. And I'm so excited for the tequila.
2: <laughs> yes, my tequila, yeah. Okay, another one from Southern Heart.
5: You know, honestly, I didn't even know y'all sold coffee over there up till maybe a month ago. <laughs> I thought it was all just tea. Oh yeah, here about tea. Watch a show they
2: drinking tea. I, mean,
5: I don't think I've ever seen anybody British drink coffee. <laughs>
2: I feel like London has like the best um, independent coffee shops around. To be
0: yeah. Yeah. London's got some great coffee. To be fair, Manchester's got some really good coffee places as well.
2: I feel like all that Manchester is like, like London, to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm. We're a little baby London.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. Another one from Adam.
4: I haven't got tea for this episode. I've got a bit of um... <clears throat>
0: uh, video game <laughs> Yeah.
2: I sweet Mary Jane. <laughs> Enjoy the Merry Jane, yes. Okay, this is my real life um friends. It's Jade.
7: Paolo, where have you heard of British people calling dinner time tea time? I think they call it supper. Or just <laughs> dinner.
2: Girl, I don't know. I just say I just say whatever, you know.
5: Okay. <laughs> That's what Everton's talk about.
2: Whatever, you really know. Okay, another one from Southern.
5: Hey, Rebecca, twenty twenty. Hey, Phil, how y'all doing?
2: <laughs> um, hope y'all have a good show. Last it was caffeine. Now it's Rebecca. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I mean, if if was it if I if he said Rebecca, now that I see your avatar, it could possibly be like Rebecca Black, maybe. Oh, <laughs> God,
1: thanks. <laughs>
2: Nah, I'm just obviously, I'm just toying with
8: you Okay, another one from <laughs> uh, What's up, Kathleen? I'm totally <laughs> calling you that now uh, That's an ex-girlfriend of mine too That's why I was like Kathleen, yeah. oh shit But yeah What's going on, Catherine And Paolo How are you doing? This is my first time uh, Listening in to Tea Time Tea Time, innit? In it? it. Tea Time Yeah Cheerio Spitzball. Tea time in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um I'm anxious to figure out, you know, is tea time really dinner time over there? Or is it like a an what do you guys say, a northern thing? I don't know.
0: It's a northern thing. <laughs>
8: educate this poor American soul. But anyway. Yeah. Tuned in.
2: Oh bless them. Oh,
0: I've been teaching Cedric some um, Manchester and British slang terms.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Does he know? Was it the London um, Hood slang?
0: What, the Cockney Rhyming slang or the actual like roadman?
2: Roadman talk.
0: Oh, I don't think he's ready for roadman talk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: not quiet there yet.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Okay. No worries. Another one from Cedric.
8: Oh, and Catherine, can you and anyone else listening right now from the UK or that's over in the UK, can you please say, fuck it? Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it.
0: <laughs> <innit>. I love <laughs> it. Fuck it,
1: innit? Oh my God.
0: Fuck it, innit? Do you know it what? I never realized Why is it in
1: your accent?
0: I never realized how much I said in it until I started stereo. I say it so much.
2: Do you know what I say a lot myself? I say, is it? Is it? I just is say, it in it, it,
0: like, mad in it.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just You're say, already it so
1: saying
2: much. it. it? <laughs> I mean, for, for someone who doesn't really have any Manchester friends, like, friends from Manchester you're really northern to be honest (laughs) (laughs) but I love it I love your accent it's really wonderful
0: oh thanks And I don't think I'm that north I'm not as bad as like some Manchester people like they speak like you like me how's it going Mm just going
2: down mm -hmm. the
0: office for a baby
2: I mean with my accent I don't think I have like a London accent I feel like it's just all over the place like it's got a Portuguese twang um uh, sounds a bit cockney, it sounds a bit boozy, yeah, you know.
0: I, I would say you've got what I would describe as like a neutral accent, like it doesn't belong anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what
0: I you're just neutral.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm just a me um mediocre bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, no, we'll play no, no, no. one more and we'll start with the first subject.
0: Okay, okay, we
2: need
4: to change the name, or either you guys need to change the name, because it's not tea time. Tea time is when you're having dinner up north, and for the record, it is dinner. Um, <laughs> tea is something entirely different. Lunch is lunch, and breakfast is breakfast. I think what you're referring to on here is called afternoon tea. Uh, you're a bit late for afternoon tea, is usually served with scones, jam, butter and cucumber sandwiches. I had it, uh, I think it was last week, I was at Liz's and we had it together, so yeah, just to see what you think.
2: Has no one ever considered the thought that I am a homosexual and tea time for us is spilling the (laughs) goss?
0: As in spilling the tea.
2: Feel the tea, honey. That's what tea time and is, you know? That's the tea. <laughs> yeah. And that is
0: the tea, Paolo. That is the tea. Mm
2: hmm. Mm hmm. Okay, Catherine, are you ready for your first subject of the night on oh, tea time?
0: I'm a bit anxious about this, but yeah, let's go.
2: <laughs> Don't be anxious. I'm going to, we're going to work together through this and we're going to go in depth and yeah. see what's it how you are, you know? So, yeah. um, for those who haven't um, listened to Tea Time before, this is um, based on Catherine's life today. We're going to talk about who she is, what makes Catherine um, who she is, really. And mm-hmm. the first subject of the night on Tea Time is a person of influence and admiration. And your chosen choice tonight is...
0: Um. So, this was a very difficult one. Very, very difficult one. Um. But when i actually sat down and gave it some thought there was only one person that it could ever be um and that is my great auntie margaret um who is no longer with us sadly Um, oh. so she is re- she was relative on my so she's my mum's auntie basically oh. so yeah that's that's who my person of admiration and inspiration is <laughs>
2: Do you want to go with it? Do you want to go further in detail why it was that you chose her?
0: She's just one of those people that you'd have to meet her to believe that she was real.
3: Mm-hmm. So
0: like I can sit and tell you all this stuff about her and you'll just be like, oh my god, that's mental. But like she was just such a character. Like, you know, she wouldn't eat anything that was red. Um, she used to have a bath every day um, and put a whole bottle of Radox in said bath. (laughs) And um, I I distinctly remember um, she'd never left the country. Um, Mm -hmm. Her and and her husband, my Uncle Brian, had never left the country until they were like in their 60s. And it was actually a family holiday that they came on with us and we rented out a villa in the south of France. And so my mum and dad decided, you know, it's their first holiday. Like, let them have the nice room with a nice big jacuzzi bath. (laughs) And I swear to God, this woman, she'd she'd packed bottles of Radox in her suitcase. Like, she was prepared.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: And it was the the second night because she was too tired to have a bath the first night. And Uh the second night, (laughs) we were all, like, getting ready for bed. And we just hear all this screaming coming from the bedroom. And we're like, oh, my God, what's going on? <laughs> and we walk into the bedroom. And I'm not joking. So they had, like, this big bedroom with, like, patio mm-hmm. doors out into the pool. And then they had, like, this big ensuite with, like, a double sink and this massive bath in it. You couldn't even walk into the bedroom. There was that many bubbles.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. So
0: what this woman had done, <laughs> she'd gone... And put the full bottle of Radox into the bath as she normally would. And it was a jacuzzi bath. And she didn't realise that if she was to put the jacuzzi on, it was going to make these bubbles ten times less. And she put the jacuzzi on and within two minutes, the whole room L <laughs> Suite was full of bubbles.
2: Oh, my God. So the whole, like, the whole place was, like, full of foam, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god that's so funny
0: yeah like this is just who she was as a person like she you
2: know I, you're I actually telling me she would put a whole bottle of um redox a
0: whole bottle of radox, and it had to be redox it couldn't be anything else a whole bottle of redox in a bath
2: i know this sounds like a silly question but which uh specific um uh, kind of um brand would she go for would she go for like the muscle relief would she go for was it the stress relief one um
0: i i'm not sure i think she used to kind of switch it up Hmm. um but she would never buy anything red like she just i don't know what it was about the color red she just it wasn't allowed in the house it was very strange
2: <laughs> and i know what they, i know just like talking about her is not going to make any difference to people listening uh, right now mm-hmm. to be like perhaps be convinced about this but like how would you was it how would you say when you said she's she's like one of those people you just have to meet to get to know who she is like what you talk about her like be with that like i'm actually interested what do you mean by that
0: she was just like honestly she was one of the nicest people you'd ever meet, but just the stuff she used to come out with. Like, I I remember once, um, my mum had gone, I think she'd gone to Matalan or something and, um, she bought Margaret an umbrella and Mm -hmm. and my uncle Brian and me and Margaret came to our house and my mum gave her this umbrella. She's like, Oh, I just saw this. It was on sale. Um, I just thought, I'd get you one, because I know yours is a bit old now. And as they were leaving the house, it was raining. And I mm-hmm. remember my mum said to her, she's like, oh, well, that's good time, isn't it? You've got a new umbrella now. And she turned round and looked my mum dead in the eye. she went, oh, I'm not using my new umbrella. My mum went, why? And she went, well, it'd be a shame to get it wet, wouldn't it? I was just no. like... <laughs> she's like, I'm not ribboning in it. I was like, oh, my God, like this woman, like... <laughs>
2: So, uh, would you say, like, she's that person with, uh, like, a unique kind of character within her, uh, yeah. with themselves?
0: Yeah. Like, she used to, I remember she used to drink Boddington's, like, she loved the can of Boddington's. Like, she was the person that, she used to give trick-or-treat as a pound instead of sweets when they came to the door. So like all the kids <laughs> used to just take it in turns to keep coming to the door, and she just never clocked on. She was just like, oh, here's a pound.
1: Oh my god, that's so funny! i
0: to be like, "No, you need to stop doing that because they just keep coming back." She's like, "Oh well, you know, it's fine, isn't it?"
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is yeah. there
2: was it? So, is there anything further you want to discuss uh, about this topic?
0: Um, no, I just she was just I had just so many fond memories of her as a person. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I used to spend a lot of time with her because when I was younger my mum was a lot closer to her than she was to my grandma so you know obviously when you're younger you kind of go where your mum goes don't you you're not kind of of an age to be like no I want to go see my grandma I kind of didn't understand you know family issues that were going on at the time um, and I think that's why she was such a special person because she was just so full of life and love and yeah I mean it was such a shock When she died, I mean, she she went into hospital for, like, a routine operation, um, and she caught MRSA, um, and unfortunately, it it killed her. Um, You know, I think, I was about 13 when she died, and never felt heartbreak like it. Like, I think now, as close as I am to my grandma, and I know it's probably horrible to say, but if my grandma died, I don't think I'd be, I'd feel the hurt that, do you get what I mean by that? Because she was such... Yeah, yeah like a unique person and you know it's really strange because I I remember when she died she used to have all this like amazing costume jewelry and as a kid I used to be so fascinated by it and when she died my uncle Brian um he gave me one of her rings and I was I never took it off I was like oh my god like I love it it was like green like emeralds and it It had like this fake diamond in the middle of it but i was just so in love with it and um unfortunately i lost it um when i when i was 19 when i was moving um and i devastated absolutely devastated by it he just got lost in the house move i don't know where it went um and it's really strange because just before lockdown like um i went out with a friend and mm-hmm. she has a friend who I'd never met, um, Rasheen. And so obviously we'd never met each other, we don't know anything about each other. And we were a bit pissed and we were like in our apartment and she she kind of opened up about how she believes that she has like these psychic powers and that um you know she feels like she she can kind of communicate with with the dead. And mm-hmm. bearing in mind, me and Rasheen have never met each other, we know nothing about each other. Um, and she she said to me like I can feel like this presence of like an older lady like a grandma grandma or something and I'm getting mm-hmm. like this this image of like a green ring and I was like oh my god and I was like yeah that's my Auntie Margaret and she was just like you know she just wants you to know that she's looking after you and that she's proud of you um and it's okay you know that you lost the ring, because that's not what matters, you know, that she wasn't, you know, encapsulated in that ring, she, she's kind of in your heart, and I was just like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like, this is, because that's the first experience that I've ever had of, like, someone doing something like that to me, so I was just, like, in tears, like, oh my
7: god, like, she's here, she's looking after me.
2: And would you say at that moment, when she said that to you, would you say, mm-hmm. okay, I finally feel like this is a freeing moment for myself, knowing that I shouldn't feel this. This whole was it, that setback about losing such a piece, you know.
0: Yeah, no, because I felt guilty about it. For it, it took me ages to tell my uncle Brian that I'd lost it because I was like, "Oh my god!" But yeah, I I, I, just, I wish I'd known where it gone. But then just kind of hear that, you know, I shouldn't be so caught up about some a, a piece of jewelry, basically that was probably worth about ten pounds. Like that's not what is important. Mm-hmm. Um, the memory of but
2: that been making you feel like a sigh of relief
0: yeah i just felt like oh you know i'd stop worrying about it basically like get over it
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> which is something she
0: would say she just be like get over it like
2: <laughs> and was it can i just say i don't know the woman but i'm sure she's looking down upon you and she's yeah. so proud of you, catherine
0: yeah no I I kind of take that now like ever since Regine kind of said that to me I'm just like whenever I'm having a minute with myself I'm just like right no you've got this like come on <laughs>
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. okay so let's get into the messages next one Yeah, you could go
4: one further and call it afternoon high tea high <laughs> as in h i g h
2: whilst you're eating as well <laughs> <laughs> okay another one do
3: they still have that show keeping up appearances I love that show the bouquets or the buckets Um, anyway um, yeah my birthday's this week too April 13th Aries it's oh. the
0: Aries season
3: when's your, when's your birthday
2: exactly 17th okay I was about to say he's almost close to you you know yeah. Okay, another one.
0: Finally, we're coming
4: out of lockdown in further restrictions easing. So we can finally mingle. I can't wait for the pubs to be open so we can get a good old pint.
2: Oh.
0: Thanks for the birthday present, Boris. I can go out on my birthday.
2: I'll <laughs> be one of your real life mates, babe. Am I what? Is he one of your uh, um, mates oh, from no. Real Life? I
0: know. I, I, I don't know who he is. <laughs> Never seen him
2: before. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Who is he? You don't even go here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, the shade. I love it.
3: Hey, Apollo and Cat and, and uh, Katarina. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, I like your show. I'm, I think I'm going to tune in if you guys have it weekly. I'm going to tune into this show. I really like you guys. Okay. All right, Katarina. have a nice day. <laughs> Does this happen quite often for you?
0: No, this is the first time ever.
2: <laughs> I feel like a trend is happening now. Oh, no, okay, ones. we have another one from Jazz.
0: Oh, it's the spice of stereo. The the only Paolo Pereira. Hi, Catherine 2020. Hi. How are you? I've just tuned in. Hope I haven't missed too much. Uh, Yeah, gonna be making my uh, tea whilst listening to you. So, yeah, I'm here for it. Totally love you.
2: Yeah. Thanks for coming in, positive mama. Always loved with you, babes. Okay, Okay. another one.
4: Okay, I'm gonna clarify for everybody breakfast (laughs) is breakfast, it's usually served between 7.30 and 9am. It's not brekkie. Lunch is lunch, and that's at lunchtime. That's served between um, 12.30 and 1.30. Dinner is dinner time, and it's not tea time. That's usually around 5pm. Supper is a pre-bedtime snack, really usually after the hours of 8pm.
2: Gracias for the education. Uh (laughs) Okay, one from Adam. Fuck it. Fuck it. Okay. She seems very positive (laughs) today. This
0: is for uh, Cedric. Fuck it. Fuck it.
2: it. it. Oh, because it's such a Manchester thing to say, isn't it? Fuck it. Fuck it.
0: Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: I've started with with you now Catherine uh, after I've called you uh, Kathleen
0: (laughs) yeah thanks for that Adam thanks (laughs) (laughs) thanks
2: okay babe are you ready for the second subject of tea time
0: um yeah I can't remember my answer to it but yeah
2: (laughs) 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 okay so the second subject tonight. Um, based on who you are as you were, Catherine twenty twenty, your subject is a location/slash destination of fond memories. And your okay. chosen choice
0: is Okay, so if she's still listening, I've got full permission to talk about this. Um but it is a place in Wigan called Langate, and this was Emily's house when we were growing up Um, mm-hmm. so for anyone that doesn't know what I've known her since I was about 15 16 and a lot of stuff has happened in that house and it is full of so many memories and like just when I think to my teen years I, I just think of being in that house mm-hmm it was just such an amazing place to be like I was I was at M's house more than I was at my own house. Like that says something like I would literally just go there on a Friday night and then stay till like Monday morning and then go and do like work and stuff. And then I'd be back on a Friday like it was just one of the best places in the world to be.
2: Lovely. And um, for anyone who doesn't know who Emily is, she is one of the stereo users on Stereo. Um, she is known as Cupcake Alaska. Who is yeah. listening right now? Hopefully, she's listening still. And yeah, so what is it about this, like her house specifically, that just made you choose this as um a, like a location of fond memories?
0: I just I think like. When you're kind of at that age of like 16, 17, 18, like it's a time where you're making your fondest memories. And Mm. like, I can't think of a memory from that age that kind of didn't stem from being in that house. And Em actually said to me on Friday, she said, You've got full permission to say it was like a skin's house, like this, the parties that used to go on there. But it, it wasn't just that, it was just a case of, you know if I went there, you know, you you were just welcomed with open arms and a cup of tea, mm-hmm. um, you know, with with, <coughs> Luce, uh, with Luce and M's mum. Like, it was just, you felt safe there. And I can't, like, explain it. I mean, things weren't 100% at home during those years. Um, yeah. And I just, it's weird because I always felt like I was going home more when I went to that house, than I ever did going to my own home.
4: Ooh.
0: So that's why it's such a fond place.
2: Would you was it? Would you say just like the vibe, like the people who were there, like such uh, like Emily and her, um, her family. Mm-hmm. We do you think the people as well were um, attribute to your decision to choose this place?
0: Yeah, I, I agree. You know, they're just a family of non judgmental people, like who are so loving. Like, I have all the time in the world for Emily, or two brothers, and a mum. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I never would go there and think, oh, like, it's a bit awkward here, or I don't want to be here. Like, whereas I felt like that at home at my actual house. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of just like, it was a home away from home, basically.
2: And for those who are unsure of what, um, like, how this house looks like, can you briefly describe um, how this house can be described?
0: Oh, it was just wonderful. There was all bits of art everywhere. And, like, I I know that Em and and Luce used to share a bedroom. So they used to have two double beds. And I I remember I actually gave Em my old double bed and it broke within about a week.
1: <laughs> oh shit. <sure. laughs>
0: it was just funny like that's what i mean like all these things that happened to us as teenagers like it was just funny like mm-hmm. it was just a great house like i i can't like to describe it it was just full of love like that's the only way that i could describe it to anybody.
2: Was there was it was it close by to where you were living at the time?
0: Um it was about 10 minutes away in the car.
2: And mm-hmm. um, would you, was it go usually on, by car or would you go walk in or a bit of both?
0: Oh, I don't walk anywhere. <laughs> I don't do <laughs> walk um, Okay, more carry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the mum taxi or the actual taxis used to take me to and from. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. And how oh, was, yeah. it, was it, how would like, I know this is going to get a bit deep, but how would your family feel like every time you would go to that house? Because like, it seems like, you were more than prefer- to go to that house most of the time in during that lifetime. Am I right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think my mum really noticed that I was gone, to be honest, um, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. You know, she would. I'd, I'd go on a Friday and it'd get to Sunday and she hadn't even texted me to see where I was. I think she just, she kind of knew I was just there and that I just preferred being there, to be honest. And I, I don't think she kind of blamed me because of everything mm. that's kind of going on at home. So, yeah, I don't think she'd be mad about it, my mum. I think she'd, oh. she'd understand why.
2: <laughs> nice. Is there anything further you want to discuss uh, with this topic before we hit the messages?
0: Um, No, just that I miss it. I miss Langate. I know she's listening. I miss mm. it. <laughs> I just always uh, get again down in bottles of tequila before night's out, like... <laughs>
2: When was the last time you were in that place? Do you remember?
0: Oh, it's been because I know that Emily's mum doesn't live there anymore. It's been a few years. It's it's been a little while.
2: Do you remember exactly like what year that would have been?
0: I have no. I'm gonna say about 2014. I guess. Hmm. I could be. 50, but- I'm not too sure.
2: So it was like quite a while back, like six, seven years ago. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. that's just made me feel (laughs) really old. (laughs) Like it was that long ago. Yeah, and I'm not, and Emily doesn't actually know this, Um, so this will be the first time that she's hear this. But since she's, since they've all kind of moved out of that house, I have actually drove past it. Oh. And just been like, oh, like that place.
2: Oh, bless
0: yeah
2: I mean it It just sounds like was it it sounds like when you drove there it just sounds like like it seemed like you basically just wanted to go back just to see like the good old times you know
0: yeah I think I think as you get older you do get so reminiscent of of times when life was a lot easier and the only thing you had to worry about was you know how you were mm. affording to go out that night but you know, I, I do like to revisit places like that to just kind of remind me that, you know, if it wasn't for being there, then I probably wouldn't be where I am. Well I know I wouldn't be where I am now because, you know, it, it helped shape me into the person that I am today. So I, I am such a nostalgic person like that. Like I do like to take trips down memory lane, as most mm-hmm. of my friends will tell you because I constantly say, like, look at this picture I've just found of us from like twenty years ago. Like and I am them all sick of it but that is just me as a person Mike
2: are you that kind of person that would keep a scrapbook
0: and so I've actually got like a little box with like all my gig tickets in, festival wristbands like loads of pictures and every now and again it wasn't even that long ago that I even got it out and I'll just sit and I'll like look at them all and just be like oh I remember you and I remember being here with this person and doing this and then I'm like texting that person and they're probably thinking this is the fourth time this year you spoke to me about this what are you talking about but for me <laughs> it just like i just hold a lot of love in my memories
2: mm-hmm. cool so yes. let's hit the messages is that everything
0: that's everything
2: lovely okay next one see we
4: don't say fuck it fuck it fuck it we say fuck
2: off fuck off He's such a fan of mine. He he doesn't like to leave me alone. You know, bless him. Okay, Adam.
3: (laughs) You are very welcome, Kathleen. Oh my god! You're just like (laughs) you're just like.
2: I can I can uh, just imagine like you just slapping your hands in your was it your thighs. You're just like oh my god! I'm I'm so done with this shit. (laughs) I'm I'm out. Okay, we actually have a message from Emily. Let's see what she's saying. Oh,
6: Langate! I don't know if anyone's seen the trailer for Skins. The very first season of Skins were the, I think it's the Standing in the Way of Control by the Gossip. That song's playing. I mean, give it a quick YouTube if you're in the mood. But yeah, that trailer to that first series of Skins is basically how Langate looked 80% of the time. Um, So yeah.
2: Oh my God. That sounds like wicked cool, you know?
0: We had some crazy times in that house. Crazy.
2: Oh my god, fabulous. <laughs> I kinda wish I was there now, because like that sounds fun. Like I watched skin, <laughs> I was just like, oh child, like listen, Ooh. that was my life when I was a teenager, but now I- I'm getting to the- a certain age where I'm gonna hit 30 soon. And I'm yeah. just like telling myself, child, I ain't not like fucking young anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the absolute best thing about that house was the amount of cats that there were like if i fucking
2: love cats
0: i am a cat person over dogs. sorry don't hate me for it like i love dogs but i will always pick a cat over dog and it there was i think at one point there was nine cats in that house and i just i used to love it i'd just be like oh let me give them all the cuddle um but Milo Milo was my fave. Everyone knows that Milo was my fave. Bless you. Okay, so
2: here's was it here's a fire round quick um Are you gonna uh, ask cats? <laughs> I want you to name all nine cats right now. Go. Oh my
0: god. Right, so there was uh Owen, Curtis, yeah. Milo, Pixie, Samson. Oh my god, this is where my memory goes bad.
2: Oh, I can't. That's
0: name. why you got five. No, I can't think of any other. Is that, I've said something, Owen Curtis. Because Owen and Curtis were brothers. Pixie. And they're the only ones that I can remember, and that's doing well considering I've got a really bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> and and I sorry,
2: like- say that again. Which one was your favourite and why?
0: milo he was just old and grumpy and i think that's why i loved
2: him would you say katherine you're an old soul
0: um a little bit like i think it just resonated with him like we just cuddle in bed Everyone be like where's milo and i'd be like he's here with me
2: <laughs> oh bless you we friends. lovely okay yeah. next message
4: palo i'm one of your many admirers on here
2: oh thank you i mean i haven't seen you on instagram so listen follow me whatever and let me see what you look like because like you just look like i don't know a guy with glasses
0: (laughs) you're just an avatar at this point
2: (laughs) (laughs) exactly okay we have holly dotty
9: Palo. hi catherine um, I've just finished in my office so I'm going to lend my ears to you um, well I'm still going to keep my ears but yeah listen in to your life um, and catch up with the last hour um, yeah <laughs>
2: uh, Welcome. Um, you know what I said to her today I said like should you change avatar like like today and I was like thinking girl why do you look like Michelle Pfeiffer from like Catwoman <laughs> in Batman yes. like all you need is that mask you know <laughs> okay we have the return of Millie J Green who was on tea time last night let's see what she's saying
7: what's going on Paulo? hi Catherine Sorry, I'm late, you guys. I'm working, and I have a client who is very needy, and I'm just like, oh my god, let me just help you, darling. But how's it going, you guys? I'm here. I'm here. Millie J Green Stereo Spicy Latina is here. Oh, I can't do it. it. Oh.
2: No, I can't do it either, so people don't realise that the way I do it is, you know, okay, I'm going to try and do it, like, carefully and see if you know what I'm trying to do.
0: I can't do that, though. Huh?
2: Oh. oh. <laughs> no, but try and do it slowly and then try and go faster. <laughs> there
1: you go
0: oh my god if anyone's just tuning in (laughs) now
2: okay babes are you ready for the third subject of tea time I'm ready okay so based on your life who you are as you are Catherine 2020 Mm -hmm. your third subject on tea time is a piece of music of inspiration and influence and your chosen choice tonight is
0: okay so this was I'm not gonna lie the hardest decision I've ever had to make in my life. Um, anyone that knows me will know that I am a music person. Um, however, the song that I got it down to um was a song called We Shall Be Free by someone called Garth Brooks. Now I know that he's not he is known in the UK, but nowhere near is known in America. Like he is mm-hmm. a massive country artist. Um, and I just when I was growing up, my dad was a massive fan of Garth Brooks and he was the one that kind of got me into him. And I just I remember hearing this song for the first time and I didn't quite understand what it was about. And it was only as I kind of got older and I kind of to start to like understand like the, the social issues in the world that, you know, when you kind of listen to the lyrics, I mean mm. have, have, you, have you listened to the songs, you know. Do you know what the song is?
2: Yeah, I listened to it today. It's actually quite was mm-hmm. it wasn't meaningful?
0: Yeah, it is such a powerful song when you listen to the lyrics. Um, you know, for anyone that hasn't heard it, he's basically just singing about you know we will only be free when you know racism ends and you know everyone's free to be who they want to be. You know, when homophobia dies off, like when all these social issues that exist in the current world end that is when we will as a world be free and I I just think especially when it was released as well it was quite ahead of its time to be speaking about these issues on Mm -hmm. the on the platform that he has as well like it, it was such a massive thing but I just it's just such a powerful piece of music and I just it's done in such a brilliant way and it's kind of got, you know, like it's not just country, it's got those gospel vibes to it and it's just, I, it's one of those songs that I could just listen to on repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and, repeat and never ever get bored of it.
1: Hmm.
2: So was it just to give a clarification to people listening, so mm-hmm. Goth Books um, released this single in August 31st Uh, in 1992. Mm -hmm. The song was co written and recorded by an American country music artist which is Gareth Brook and basically the content of the song itself is an ordinary man imagines a world where all human beings are free from earthly oppressions. Topics Mm -hmm. covered in this social commentary include world hunger, freedom of speech, homelessness, homophobia, racism and freedom of religion. Brooks would go on to perform this song on the 1996 episode of Muppets Tonight with the Muppets at Equality Rocks, a gay rights march in Washington, D.C. in 2000. Mm-hmm. And at We Are One concert, a concert held at the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. during the Obama Obama um, inaugural celebration in January 2009. So, people know people know about this song. They're oh, actually giving a lot of credit to him. Because, like, yeah. you said it yourself, he was way ahead of his time, because this was in 92. Mm-hmm. And these were, like, real issues that people were still making taboo of, you know?
0: Yeah, no, massively. And, like, I don't get... I might have got this wrong, but he... He was set to op- he was set to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl, I believe, around oh the time that this song came out, and he said that he would only do it if they played the video to this song somewhere in the infomercial or before the game play. I I, I don't know a hundred percent. Anyway, in order to get him into the stadium and, and get him mm-hmm. to do the, the national anthem, the, the TV channel agreed. Um and at the last minute they turned around and said, Listen, we can't we can't play this on primetime TV. You know, the music video is too powerful, it's too controversial, like it's gonna cause a shitstorm basically. And Garth Brooks said well, I ain't singing the national anthem then. And this was literally 10 minutes before he was due to do it. So, obviously, oh, wow. they shit themselves. Like, we've no one to sing the national anthem. Apparently, they had people on standby in the audience. But, like, at the time, Garth Brooks was such a massive name. Like, he, he got people in to watch the Super Bowl, like, because he was doing the national anthem. And mm-hmm. in, I think in the end, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe that they caved and played it. But there's now, because of that incident, a policy in place. I don't know. I can't remember what it is. But basically, they have to sign something or something or other to say that, you know, once they've agreed to do the national anthem at the Super Bowl, they they have to do it. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, he he wasn't afraid to kind of say, like, this song needs to be heard. Like, we need to kind of stand up and, and listen to these things that are going on in the world. And, you know, I, I just admire him so much for that.
2: Mm-hmm. And also the video um, also dedicates itself to human spirit, um, Mm -hmm. unbreakable, um, relentless and being free. Hence Mm -hmm. why the song is called We Shall Be Free. And also with the music video, there were a lot of celebrities that supported Mm -hmm. the song and the message itself. So I'm just gonna read quickly some of the big names that were on it. So you had Whoopi Goldberg, you had Joan Rivers, you had Elizabeth Taylor, you had Eddie Murphy, you had Patrick Swayze, you had uh, Michael Bolton, you had Paul Ado, you had Lily Tomlin, you had Julio Iglesias, you had even freaking Mother Teresa, Mother was <sighs> it Martin Luther King Jr. and Trisha Yearwoods. They were yeah. some of the biggest names mm-hmm. or still like the most like famous names that people re- can remember still, you know
0: mm-hmm. but like if you if you read those people and realize who they are, they are people that Garth sings about in that song. you know, they are people mm-hmm. that are affected by these issues in the world, and you know, I don't blame them for getting behind it and saying, we need to listen to this and we need to realize that you know it's fucked up out there. And um, like it's, I just, I just love it. It's just such a powerful piece of music. Like, if anyone hasn't listened to it, I urge you to go and listen to it straight away, and you'll just, you'll understand mm-hmm. what I mean.
2: Would you say would you say the song, if it was released um, today in modern society, would you say it will get more of a reaction than it did back then, perhaps?
0: Um. No, I think people would probably have a bit of a rave about it for a couple of weeks and then it would kind of die off, I just, I think because it was released when it was people no one had ever sung about these things so openly and so like you know, we need mm-hmm. to end this now and I think that was kind of what people were like, shit like, you know, I think I think around that time was when the world was starting to realise that all these injustices were happening in the world and you know, people were kind of starting to wake up to them a lot more um so yeah I, I think it i don't think it would have had such an impact if it was released now
2: um and can i just say he 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 actually had a mindset of the mindsets we are going through to, um in today's society cuz he sang this song in his 20s and mm-hmm. it's really it's really brilliant to see someone who was that young back then know these current issues that we we're facing still today you know
0: yeah, no, I agree. And to use his platform, like, I and because he isn't that well known in England, well, in the UK generally, I don't think people kind of realize like the power that he had to kind of release a song like that. Like this guy, basically, flooded New York City with fans. He he did a concert at Central Park, and he filled it. He filled Central Park. I think there was something stupid like three million people or a million people turned up or something like that to go and watch this guy play. Like, mm-hmm. that is a lot of people. Like, they couldn't fit them into Central Park, basically. And, like, for someone that has that, like, superstardom, like, to be singing about those things, it was unheard of. So what I do really admire him for kind of putting himself out there and being like, right, I'm going to use my platform and I'm going to use it for something good.
1: Mhm.
2: I want to ask you so just to go further in depth with this song. So it was released in his fifth studio album it was called The Chase released okay. in 1992 and I was sh- this is actually for me this is a, a shocking um thing to say because I've never heard of this guy and this is like really outstanding what he did. Mm-hmm. So this album never made it to the UK charts or like I've never like it doesn't say anything with the UK charts, but it went number one in the UK chart, sorry, the US charts back in mm-hmm. the And it was certified Diamond actually in the United States okay. and five, five time Pac-Man in Canada. So a lot of people in America stood by mm-hmm. this guy's message, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's country music at the end of the day, isn't it? And I think that's why we struggle to to it like i don't i don't know what it is about us british people we just we don't like country music like you mm-hmm. know taylor swift during that period of, of her music career but i just i, you know, I love Garth Brooks in general like I, like i said i was brought up on him like you know mm-hmm. when we go on holiday in the car it was garth brooks and christy bird like it was It's so nostalgic to me, like, and I just sometimes I just love putting on like his greatest hits and just singing all the words to every song, like. So, it's it's mad to me when I when people are like, "Who's Garth Brooks?" and it's like, "What?" Like, he's a genius. Like, if anyone wants to know anything about him and just like how big he is and how amazing of a person he is, he's actually got a documentary on Netflix. Um, oh really yeah and i'll have to pull it up to, to remember the name of it um but it, it's well worth a watch
2: i'm sure if you <laughs> just type it in on the search bar gareth brooks i'm sure something will come up you know
0: yeah it'll probably come up but um yeah and he talks about that song in it and everything and you know all the feelings he was going through at the time like it it's worth a watch 100 percent
2: Well, I'm definitely going to try and listen to the album because that um, Mm. that song when I listened to it today, I was just like, "Oh, child, this is this is deep as fuck," you know. Yeah, I mean, it's very
0: he he is very difficult to find um, in the UK to listen to. I know that he is on Amazon Music, so if anyone's got an Amazon Prime subscription, then you you can listen to it on there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Is there anything further you want to discuss with this topic before we get into the messages?
0: um no we'll just urge everyone to go and listen to it <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's we are going back to millie jay green a spicy latina
7: Catherine, you could do it i heard it i heard it by the way i love cats but i also love dogs i just love animals they're so loyal their their love is so real and you know what listen katherine you just made me want to open my bottle okay <laughs> because my cat passed away after 14 years passed away in november and she was my best friend and i miss her so much and yeah i mean cats dogs they're both amazing i'm waiting to just buy my new house again so i can get both a cat and a dog because i love animals They're so beautiful
6: Oh. oh,
2: you know it was it, hurts I, my heart
0: I, when I hear cats dying
2: oh bless. you know I had this most um a fabulous cat like it was he was like my best friend, so I called him Nika, he was this black and white fluffy cat he he could literally look like a feather duster, like he was that fluffy oh. and was it he would be he would be that cat like he would act like a dog like he would sit in your lap he would. Um, give you paw. He would basically, um, if you tell him to sit, he would sit. And I was like thinking, what kind of cat is this, you know? And <laughs> it got even weirder when I found out that I dropped um, raw onions in the floor, and uh, he started to eat it. And I was like thinking, oh. what the fuck is this cat doing? And oh, mom, my- this one time, chopped up some onions, gave it to the cat, and he ate the whole thing. I was just, like thinking, what the oh, fuck my is God. happening?
0: oh no I love cats that eat human food so I used to have a cat and I used to make him scrambled egg and bacon for his breakfast oh
2: (laughs) Oh. the the thing is why I'm telling you this story is because unfortunately and people don't laugh at this but Nico died of constipation basically oh and okay. this is the first the first time he had um, constipation, I went to the vet straight away, and they gave me this um, tiny bottle of laxatives for the cat. Mm-hmm. So I gave the laxatives, and she um he was feeling fine after a week. And then he came back, and then whilst I was at work, my mom had to call me during a busy service, and I was really annoyed at that um at that time because it was so stressful the service, and she called me like literally twelve times. So I went. Well, what was it? I went to the back of the place and I had a smoke whilst like giving the um, mm. giving a call to my mom. And my mum was just like, "Uh, I don't want to say this like and on the phone because like I know you're working." But Nico died, and I was like stunned oh, when she Nico. when she said that. I was just like, "What do you mean died?" And then I get this. So when I got home, the cat ran away. Uh, ran away from the house. Because my mom was like saying like he was acting strange, and then we found him in the bin. And my mom opened the the bin door, and he was basically lying there as if he was just like relaxing. His eyes were open, but he was dead.
0: Oh, see, like the saddest thing for me is like they say that like cats go away when they know they're gonna die. Mm -hmm. Like they'll they'll take themselves off and away from their owners, and it's just so heartbreaking. I'm oh, no. so how any- oh. it really angers me when people say they don't like cats cuz I'm just like how how can you not like them
2: I always was there. I always disagree with people also who basically say that cats are not smart cuz they really are oh, they really so are clever. smart
0: are so clever and they're so loving like if you give a bit of love to a cat they'll they will reciprocate I can't say that word reciprocate it <laughs> um you know they're not you've got to earn a cat's love unlike Mm -hmm. a dog who will just say hello to anybody like you've really it's like being a
2: relationship guys if you want to love someone you have to wait for that shit to happen you know
0: Mm -hmm. but once they love you man do they love you like
2: -hmm. so much they love you so much that they're gonna fucking wake you up at seven o'clock in the morning by, sitting on like, your
7: face
2: freaking, wanting food. <laughs> yeah, or putting their paw in your fucking nostrils and then you're like fucking suffocating.
7: <laughs>
2: you I know just one time. It. I was gonna say this one time, I had um my best mate Anita over for a sleepover, and I swear to god when we woke up, the cat was literally sleeping on her face. <laughs> and this is the girl who has allergies to cats, you know.
0: Oh, and she still had a cat. Was it her cat?
2: It was my cat, babe. She came oh, over nice. for sleepover. She didn't She didn't give a shit about her allergies. But literally, when oh. she found out the cat was sleeping on her face, oh my God, she was puffing up like crazy, you know?
0: Oh, but do you know what? If you love cats, you love cats and you don't care. Like.
2: Mm. And the thing is what's so funny is Anita would always say, I fucking hate cats, but I love this specific cat only, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Like, the, everyone always has a cat that they just loved, like, when they don't like cats. Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: some cats just get you. Like, they just,
2: yeah.
6: they capture your heart.
2: hmm Okay, we have
6: messages from Emily. Hang on a minute. I love country music. Shania Twain, Dolly Parton, Casey Musgraves. Don't you be saying English people don't like country music? Because yes, yes we do. Um,
2: No
0: one, that's just you. You're the
2: anomaly. I was gonna say, I found out um, last year, did you know that the Dixie Chicks um, renamed themselves as the Chicks? Because apparently the word Dixie is um, from a racist past.
0: Oh really?
2: Yeah, and they even released a song um, whilst Black Lives Matter protests were happening. They actually released a song that was related to the whole um, situation.
0: Wow, yeah. I'm glad that they changed the name. I didn't realize that.
2: Yeah, and also, do you know, do you know Lady Ad- um, Adabelam?
0: Mm-hmm, Yeah.
2: Yeah. So they had to, um, they had to change their, was it um, their name as well? Because apparently Adabelam was um, from a racist past as well.
0: Really? I did not know that.
2: Like this whole, like, uh, Western um, racism, you know, in America.
0: I I feel like I need to go and do some research after this.
2: Mm -hmm. Now they're called Lady A. That's the situation.
0: Mm. I
6: mean, wise choice. Lady
2: Mm A. (laughs) Okay, so next one is from Emily again. People
6: who don't like cats are the type of people who don't like things that they can't control. Um, because obviously cats are so free-willed and, like, they basically do whatever the fuck they want. So generally, um, you'll find that people that say they don't like cats are also pretty narcissistic and potentially <laughs> sociopaths. <laughs> just just an opinion, potentially an observation, but do with that information what you will. Do
2: you know what I love about Emily is... She gives no flying fucks whatsoever, Literally and if she fuck. likes to piss people off, if she wants to push buttons, she'll push buttons. And this is the kind of girl that I would hang with because, like, that is that is basically me, really. I like to push people's yeah. buttons until I get to the root of the cause. You know? Yeah.
0: No, and she, do you know what? She's got two great cats and a dog.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, babe, are you ready for the next subject of tea time?
0: Um. Yeah.
2: Okay, so, based on your life, who you are, as you are, Catherine 2020, your next subject of Tea Time is... A TV series slash film of inspiration and influence. And your chosen choice tonight is...
0: It will be no surprise that the answer to this is friends.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why friends?
0: Do you know what? I just fucking love it. Like, I, I can't even... like. Do you know how many times I watched Friends all the way through last year? Tell
2: me. Eight. Eight times? Eight and times. And all through ten seasons each time?
0: hmm All ten seasons each time.
2: Oh, wow. hmm
0: Do you know what I love about it? It's because I've got quite a bad memory. Uh-huh. Even now... I'm still watching it and thinking, I don't remember this happening. And it feels like I'm watching something new every single time. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Yeah. And it makes me laugh. Like, I, I understand that it's kind of cool to hate friends at the minute. Like, you know, you see all these memes like, oh, friends this and friends that. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's my kind of humour and it makes me literally laugh out loud. Yeah. And I just, I love it.
2: hmm Do you, was it, I, I asked this question before to um, Ava, who chose um, Friends, as well as Vinny, oh, okay. and they, was it, they both agreed that if Friends was shown today in modern day society, it wouldn't give the same reaction as they did back in the 90s.
0: No, I don't it what. Um, there's some things... In there that need assessing, Um but it was the '90s. Do you know what I mean? People mm-hmm. weren't aware of things, and I just it, and do you know what? There's a, there's a thing going around at the moment, and it kind of says that people that suffer with anxiety tend to rewatch the same TV shows because they they know what to expect and they know that they'll like it, and that is a massive thing for me. Like my Netflix to watch list is massive, like there are so many shows on there and I'll be scrolling Mm -hmm. through it and being like, right, what should I watch? What should I watch? And every single time I just put on Friends because I'm like, I know what to expect. I know I like it. I know it's going to make me feel happy. It's going to make me laugh. And yeah, I just always gravitate back to it. Nice. Mm. I was
2: going to say, how was it? How are you feeling with the whole confirmation of them coming back together for the first time in, like, over, what, 20 years? For a reunion for a documentary. Well,
0: they were doing um, a sit-down panel show with HBO, weren't they? And I was like, oh, my God, I need to go, I need to go. But it's going to be ridiculous to get tickets. But I'm a bit anxious about it because, I don't know, I feel like sometimes we... bringing something back in in a certain way can do more damage than good and I I feel like Mm -hmm. maybe we should just kind of leave it where it left off like does that make sense yeah like I I will watch it and I will Mm -hmm. be excited Mm -hmm. to watch it but I'm very apprehensive about it at the same time
2: Do you you believe them doing, was it, the whole um, getting back together? Do you believe that's because they feel passionate about the show themselves that they want to do it? Or do you believe they're just doing it for the fans?
0: I think it's a bit of both. Um, You know, when you read articles about what kind of used to happen on set and, you know, the way that they all were together. Like, you know, it was only recently reported that Matthew Perry has been in love and um, with Courtney Cox for like, the last 20 years. Like, you know, it, you kind of get an understanding for how close the, this group of six people were. Like, you know, you see pictures of them behind sets and they just look like they were having the time of their lives.
1: Mm-hmm. I just
0: think, like, oh, that looks so fun. And you all look like the best of friends, like... Makes me jealous.
1: <laughs>
2: I want to ask you, what's your favorite character?
0: Um, oh, that's a really, really hard one.
2: Because um, from what I remember, Ava chose Monica, and Vinny chose, I believe, Monica as well.
0: I'm gonna say Joey. Just Why Joey? He... He just is that lovable, funny guy that's a bit simple. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the character that I most like is probably Monica, because I do like to be in control, and I am a bit of a clean freak, and, like, do you know what I mean? I just like to be very in control of situations, very much the way that she is. Mm-hmm. But my favourite character, I think, is Joey. Because he just, he doesn't give <laughs> a fuck. He's just funny.
2: I'm going to ask you also, um, do you remember um, not long ago that they announced that they're going to do a pop-up thing to give the fans a chance to look at um, the studio set and everything like that? Do you remember that? And did you you get tickets to go there? Or did you even hear about it?
0: So it was at Heaton Park in Manchester. They've done it a couple of years on the run. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: I just, like, I, I, it's gonna sound weird, but I cringe out at friends' puns, like people that are like decked head to toe in like t-shirts and bags and stuff. Like, and I, I get if that's your vibe, then that's absolutely fine. But like, I just it's not for me. I mean, mm-hmm. in Primark at Ma- in Manchester, we have a central perk cafe, but I have no interest in going to it because I just I don't know. Like, I just like to enjoy my things from the sidelines and just. Immersing things in my own way. Like, don't get me wrong, if, like, Warner Brothers in, like, L- in LA, where it's filmed, actually set up a studio and you could go and visit the actual studio, then I would go in a heartbeat. But, mm-hmm. like, going to a little pop-up, I-, I-, I don't know, it just it wouldn't have the same magic for me. And I just, I think that's why I probably wouldn't go.
2: Would you say, was it, would you say you're that kind of fan that just appreciates the artwork that went into... This was it. This TV show, but would you? Was it? Would you say you're not that kind of fan where I wouldn't buy merchandise merch like merchandise such as like a mug or something like that.
0: No, I wouldn't. I I don't own anything. Friends merchandise,
2: nothing. So you're you're more was it? You're more of like a respectful person that just appreciates the show, really. Yeah,
0: a hundred percent. Like, don't get me wrong, if it's like if it's, like, a person that you support and then, like, you know, I'll buy merch and stuff, but, like, in terms of Warner Brothers, like, come on, they've got enough money. <laughs> you don't need mm-hmm. me bought in a Primark Central Perk t-shirt.
2: <laughs> and would you say, was it? would you say, because you chose this as an influence, like, how, like, how much of an influence did the like, kind of change you? I'm sure, like, you've watched this, like, over the years, right?
0: Yeah. Um... I think I've watched it from being about 16. But it was just like, especially in terms of Monica, like, you know, at times when I was kind of getting to grips with my anxiety and like, because my anxiety is triggered by a fear of not being in control of situations. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, I I get very anxious on planes or like when I'm a passenger in a car because I don't know what's happening. They're the kind of situations that I'm really panicking in. And, like, seeing someone else who was quite controlling in in that sort of way, like, not in a manipulative way, Mm
1: -hmm. it was
0: kind of like, you know, and seeing this kind of dysfunctional friend group kind of together, like, they were all so different. And I think, like, when you kind of grow up, you know, you kind of get this idea that you and your friends are all very similar and that you should all have similar interests and, you know, all kind of look the same and act the same. Whereas with friends, like you don't really see that because they're all such individual people. And it kind of makes you think, like, you know, it, it's okay if I'm friends with the child off the estate. Like, it's fine because, you know, who, you know, what they look like and how they spend their spare time doesn't define them as a person. And it doesn't mean that we can mm-hmm. be any less of friends. And I think Friends at the TV show kind of highlights that because they are such different people from different walks of life. Yeah. So yeah. Love that. Yeah.
2: Is there anything further you want to discuss with this topic before we get into the messages?
0: Um no, just that no one ever told you life was going to be this way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I also I'm curious, do you have the themes um the theme song on your playlist?
0: Uh yeah, it's in there, but I mean I'm I'm a bit funny with music, so like I use Apple Music. I don't use Spotify. Everyone can hate it on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll accept it. Um, but I just I put all so I have four playlists on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the playlist for when it's party time. Um, I have like a slow jam playlist, and mm-hmm. then I have well, what's the other playlist that I have? Oh, I have a playlist for in the car. Um, Because me and Ben, who I live with, we've got very different tastes in music. So it's kind of Mm -hmm. like a playlist of like where we kind of meet in the middle. And then I have a playlist, which is all my songs. So every song that I've ever encountered that I like just goes straight into that playlist. So Mm -hmm. there's about 3,000 songs in there. So like it's in there there somewhere. um, (laughs) We don't don't often get to hear it (laughs) because... You know, it's three thousand songs to go, through. It's
2: a lot of songs. <laughs> I mean I feel like I feel like you're living my music life because like I have that on Spotify. Like my Spotify is like just you're know, like just just amount of music, like you'll be seeing ridiculous amounts of it, you know.
0: Yeah, you know, like, the thing is, like, when I just put my music on Shuffle, we can go from Lamers to fucking Nicki Minaj in a heartbeat, like, you know, (laughs) to fucking, I don't know, Screamo Metal. Like, it's just such, like, a weird mix of music. But it's, like, I think if you were to know me, know me as a person and, Mm -hmm. like, were to sit and listen to my music on Shuffle, you'd be like, no, I kind of get it, like, you know. I understand why this song's in there and I understand why that song's there. Like, it's just every song that I've ever enjoyed. It's just, I just, like, this, within the first 10 seconds, if I like it, I'm like, yeah, I'll just, just add.
2: <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> okay, let's get into the messages. The next one is from the Artful Paul.
8: Hello, Paolo, the hola, Spice hola. A Stereo, and now the Spice of spotify and hello oh, catherine 2020s how are you
1: Hi.
8: <gasps> lord have mercy uh tea time anyway just wanted to wish you guys well love you both hope you're doing good
2: yes Thank welcome Paul. welcome welcome okay next one is from adam what do you reckon the big bang theory and um friends crossover episode would be like
0: um, a waste of my fucking energy. That is what it would be like.
2: <laughs> Ooh, um, say.
0: I, I Do you know what? I do like Big Bang Theory, but I feel like they just ripped off friends. Um,
1: oh, really? Day,
0: there's the day. You know, it's a group of people, you know, just sitting around in the Cheesecake Factory or at the fucking university. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I've watched Big Bang Theory. I just, I don't vibe with it.
2: It, it's, mm. there's nothing I'm not gonna lie I like Big Bang Theory but I couldn't get into was the later seasons which was um, the recent seasons and I was just like thinking child they're just like milking this fucking show now yeah so I think I, just, you know, I,
0: y- 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 I think Warner Brothers got it right with Friends I think they they kind of bowed out before it became too much of a fucking chore to watch. You know what I mean? Like you mm. get to those points where it's like, oh, another season, like another season. Like, is this still going on? Like, and I think they, with friends, they just, I think they cut it at the right point. And as sad as it is, um, you know, and we all kind of want more and we want to know what kind of happens after that. Like, I like that mystery that we've mm-hmm. never got to find out, you know, if, if Chandler and Monica ever had their own. I like biological children you know did ross and rachel stay together did they have more kids what happened to ben where did he disappear to you know did joey ever get married like i like having that mystery and not knowing
2: you just gave me a, a very good question to ask you actually
0: mm-hmm.
2: if was it if like if the creators release like like a book of like let's say the sequel of the follow-up to friends and Mm -hmm. just revealed like a lot of things that people wanted to see and shit like that would you would you be more opposed to that or not really
0: i mean i would get involved with it whatever it was if it was a book or a tv show like i'd watch or read it but you know i think i think we we all kind of have our own theories about
2: what but this happens, is the thing someone... this is why I mentioned being a book rather than a TV series or film would you rather see that because like at least if like the storylines of what the story would mention if it wouldn't be your cup of tea at least you know you know in your mind that they haven't fucked up the TV series yeah, way, I suppose.
0: yeah yeah when you put I I would read it 100% you know because like you said it the two different types of media aren't they you know one's physical reading and one's watching um Mm -hmm. so yeah I'd I'd be interested but I just I don't think that you know David Crane would ever and Martha Cox will ever reveal what what happened to them like you know I think I think they kind of enjoy the fact that people have all these theories of what happened and you know it, it adds that mystery and it kind of keeps it alive for them because you know, mm-hmm. people are always being like, Oh, well, do you reckon Ross and Rachel stayed together? Like, did he cheat on her again? Like, you know, and just to say they were on a break, but he shouldn't have slept with that girl from the coffee place.
2: <laughs> oh, child, and that's the team mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Okay, Catherine 2020, are you ready for the last subject of tea time?
0: Um, yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, sorry, I'm just drinking tea. It's right. <laughs> Okay, so... Uh, for the last subject on Tea Time, if anyone ha- isn't aware of this, is usually the wildcard subject. So, uh, I pass on the final subject to Catherine. Um, she can talk about anything she wants, um, which um, could be an inspiration of hers or avocation or anything that she wants to, you guys to be aware of. And, yeah, Catherine... What is your wild subject for your closing show?
0: So this was very difficult because when I'm given free reign of things, <laughs> I start to <laughs> overanalyze things and be like, oh, shit, should I talk about this? Should I talk about that? Um, but a topic that I chose to speak about that I haven't spoken about on stereo before because that was another thing as well. I, I didn't want to kind of re-bring up things that I'd done shows on um, mm-hmm. is hidden disability and the stigma that surrounds it and you know all aspects to do with that um you know it's something that i've i've witnessed people go through in my life um you know it's something that I, i'm kind of going through myself at the moment and it, it's like you know i'm talking about you know when people have to use disabled parking bays and you get people writing shitty notes saying you're not disabled why have you got a blue badge um it's things like not being taken seriously by doctors because you've got chronic illnesses that can't be physically seen with the human eye mm-hmm. um, you know feeling like a like a burden like this has been a massive thing for me recently like i'm constantly tired um, you know there's a few things going on at the moment they don't know what it is 100% um, you know i'm very lucky in the fact that i've got a good nhs around me you know the nhs Mm in my area are fantastic um so i do feel listened to by doctors and and nurses and things like that but you know sometimes you feel like with your friends if i'm constantly like oh i'm tired or oh i'm achy like you just feel like you're constantly moaning and sometimes like people even said to me like oh well you shouldn't be tired because you know you've sat and done nothing for the last like five months and you know i've been working all the way through and it's like well that that's fair enough But, you know, I'm not well as a person, like, and that just because I have been sat at home doing nothing, quote unquote, um, you know, it it doesn't discredit how I should, how I'm feeling as a person. And I think people need to kind of realise that, that, you know, people are feeling different things for different reasons. And just because you can't physically see what's wrong with a person doesn't mean that there's nothing wrong
2: with them. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. and can was it if you don't mind can you just um please explain to the live listeners who are listening to tea time right now can you just explain like examples of like um the illnesses you're talking about
0: um so we have things like arthritis crohn's um lyme disease um, chronic fatigue fibromyalgia you know there are so many things endometriosis is a massive one that um you know a lot of people are, are campaigning for at the moment to be taken seriously by doctors and things to do, all sorts of things to do women's health in, in that area in general um you know there's a fantastic instagram um that i follow called uh, colorblind underscore zebra and mm-hmm basically um they raise awareness on these silent illnesses as as they call them um and just you know give you information about different things and you know just kind of put it out there that if someone's saying certain things you know kind of pay attention and just be you know a bit more sensitive to how people are feeling because usually it's because there's something more going on than what you can kind of physically see
2: Mm mm-hmm I have, I have like, something, like, I'm going to share something with you, which, like, mm-hmm. I recently um, discovered. So, basically, um, my mom only just told me recently that she's suffering from arthritis. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, she, she told me just recently that she's been suffering it for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, what made me feel guilty is like every time she was it she wanted to do something or like basically anything really she would mm-hmm. feel in pain but she wouldn't say anything and mm-hmm. the thing i have a problem with in my family is my brother has this argumentative um personality so mm-hmm. him and my mom would always clash and like he he okay i'm gonna put out that he's really fucking lazy he's like a really fucking lazy person so Mm. my mom they both live together still by the way so my mom is always doing the beds and doing was it laundry and shit like that like he's still acting like a a child at the age of 30 in my opinion Mm. and it's quite saddening for her to tell me this um just like recently because this is this is A person my brother is a person where he was just like oh i'm too busy can you do it you know and i'm just like thinking this whole time you didn't realize yourself that you've made this person get even worse and she didn't even admit it you know
0: yeah no i think you know people that are kind of going through chronic illnesses uh, and things like that that aren't physically visible Mm -hmm. i think People, we do kind of just be like, oh, it's fine. Like, because you kind of think that no one's going to believe you because you can't, it can't be seen. Like, you know, there's a massive problem at the moment um, with gaslighting, um, medical gaslighting, you know, mm-hmm. just not believing patients when they come in with these illnesses and just being like oh you know you must be making it up because we can't physically find anything wrong with you just because a few blood tests have come back with with nothing showing like you know I, i think people just need to kind of realize that how someone looks on the outside it doesn't necessarily reflect how they feel on the inside and nine out of ten people, I'd say know someone very close to them that are suffering with a chronic illness, but they the person that that has the illness doesn't want to burden people because, like I said, they feel like it's that sense of judgment that they get from others because
1: mm-hmm. exactly.
0: You know, people think, oh, well, you know, what, what, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, you don't look ill. Like, you don't have to look ill. Like, you know, I think we've come leaps and bounds in terms of mental health and, you know, recognising mental health as an illness and, you know, we need to end stigma around it. But it doesn't just stop at mental health. You know, there are, like I said, so mm-hmm. many other Lyme disease, endometriosis, arthritis, you know, all sorts of bone and joint conditions um Crohn's IBS you know all these things that that people go through that you know if you should just walk past us in the street you'd be like oh they look like a normal healthy person but you know they're not and I think I think if if people are kind of so happy to to advocate for mental health then I think they also need to advocate for for other you know silent illnesses
2: Mm mm-hmm I totally agree. And also I'm going to put it out there the disbelief in my face every time we go in a bus. My mom uses a, those hospital crutches by the way. But because was it because she can walk like properly sometimes it doesn't ne- necessarily mean that she can stand still for a long time. So she has to use this gun, this crutch. And every time mm-hmm. we hop onto the bus, because she'll never use a um, a chip. she has she has a fear on trains, by the way. Oh, so awesome. she would go in a bus, and like, literally, the when the bus is full, no one would offer a seat to this woman every fucking time we were on the bus, and like, I got I got to a point where when it happens, was it perhaps like the fearful sixth time? I actually snapped at all the people in the bus. So I was just like, "Do you not fucking see? There's a woman in a crutch who's fucking disabled. Do you not want to offer her a seat?" Mm. You know? Yeah.
0: I just people are so selfish and they're so caught up in in their own shit these days. Like, you know, my cousin when she was born, she she was born with a brain tumor, and she wasn't expected to live past the first three hours. Um, you know and she just kept defining all doctors you know she's now 23 and perfectly Mm -hmm. healthy like but you know I remember she was severely disabled as a child but to look at her you wouldn't think, unless like you physically had a conversation with her and you you kind of realised that her speech wasn't where it should be and she was, you know, kind of mentally behind like that. If you just saw her walking down the street, you wouldn't think there was anything wrong with her. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I remember on a few occasions, my auntie would park in a disabled bay. She had every right to because she had a blue badge. You know, she had a child that had a brain tumour. You know, my cousin, she could have a fit at any given time like it it was serious and people just used to hurl abuse at her and be like oh you know you're not disabled why are you parking there that's for disabled people you're just lazy you know I bet you're claiming benefits as well and it's like just be a bit sensitive like you know because do you know what I mean like my cousin wasn't predicted to live past three hours and Mm -hmm. you know and you're hurling abuse at her carer and her in the middle of the street, just because you can't see something physically wrong with her. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, it just astounds me. Like, if someone, to me, if someone's got a blue badge, like, do you know how hard it is to get a blue badge? (laughs) Because, like, it is so hard. Like it's the hardest thing in the world, I'd say, and, and I'm not even going to be mad about saying that. Like it is so difficult to get a blue badge these days, and I just mm-hmm. I think if somebody's got one and they're using it, it's for a fucking good reason. So just keep your mouth shut and get on with your day. Like you know, there's that old saying: if you've got nothing nice to say, then say nothing at all. And I stand mm-hmm. by it a hundred percent.
2: Amen, sister. Amen. Yeah. Um, before we was it before we finish this, uh, finish this up. Um, do you have any like any just last words regarding this issue to those these li- live listeners who are probably just like woken up by this facts that you just <laughs> mentioned
0: um shall I we say <laughs> i'd just say just be mindful you know if your friends are coming to you and and complaining of things let them know that you know it's okay don't let them feel like it's a burden um like I said, don't medically gaslight people. If you feel like people are being gaslit by their own doctors, then encourage them to go and, and find help, you know, in other places. You know, there are some amazing charities that do some amazing work with certain health issues. Um when it comes to endometriosis, sign every petition that you come across in the world. Um, because it massive one um, you know, for women constantly just get told oh it's just a bad period but um, until you've lived with endometriosis y- you don't know what it's like um and just like i said just be kind to people like you know it costs nothing to to say nothing at all if, if something you're gonna say is bad so
2: yeah, yeah because i didn't say people people who just meet these people or just walk past these people they don't know what lives they're living you know
0: yeah oh, that's it like you know, like I said, if you see someone with a blue badge, they've earned it. So just shut the fuck up. Like if, you, <laughs> it, if they don't look the and same, jog like, on. You know, but, and just like do research into these things as well, like because I think sometimes from like people like our age, the the not the hate, but like it comes from people not understanding what these things actually are. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, I think until you read a little bit into, like, you know, these these silent illnesses that you kind of... It's only when you read into them, you kind of understand what people go through. So just a little bit of research, with a little bit of kindness goes a long way.
2: Amen, amen. Catherine, you've been absolutely gorgeous tonight. Give it up for oh. Catherine 2020, guys. <laughs> <laughs> How was your how, how was your experience with tea time before we go?
0: Oh, it's been amazing. I thought I was yeah. gonna be like, um, yeah. So this is my answer. <laughs> this is it because, but well, you've caught me in a good mood. So <laughs> I've been a bit, bit. Tragic. Did we, it, did, we tr-
2: did we go in depth with every single thing we can try and do?
0: Yeah, I think I think we've covered everything.
2: Yeah, I've, been, I've
0: like... loved being here.
2: And can I just say, I am thankful and appreciative that you took this time, even though you're exhausted today, um, to make this as one of your last shows before you go on a break. So thank you so, 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 so so much, babe.
0: No, it's fine. Um, You know, I don't know when I'll be back. I'll be back on Saturday morning, but in terms of week (laughs) times, I don't know. I might be back before the 4th of May. I might not, but um, Yeah. It's been a pleasure being here, and thanks for having me. Yeah.
2: And listen, don't be a stranger. If you want to pop over for tea time um, whenever I'm live, give me yeah. a hello. like It would be nice to see your face time to time, you know?
0: Yeah. Do you know what my thing is with stereo, though, right? I, I come into people's conversations and I don't say anything. I just sit there and listen.
2: <laughs> yeah listen I, I, I had so noticed bit, that you I were just...
0: all the time You're... and then I'm like, shit, I've been listening for an hour I, think it was, I did it I think it was one of Rishi's lives that I did it to the other week like literally last week and i was I sent him a message I sent a voice and I was like, shit I've literally been here for an hour and I've not said hello, so hi <laughs>
2: yeah you were listening to my tea time and i was like thinking is she is she gonna say hello is she gonna say anything <laughs> it's
0: because i'm normally doing things like i might be doing the washing up or i might be like tidying up so i just put my headphones in and i just walk away from my phone so that's usually why but if he's if you see me drop into a chat i'm, I'm normally there <laughs>
2: yes yeah. and before we play these messages before we go um just a quick reminder that this week for me is a tea time extravaganza oh. i had Green J. 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 yesterday i had Catherine Catherine tonight and guys i'll be back for tea time on friday where my I'm actually, I'm still gagged that I'm saying this because like, this is still like, I'm pinching myself because this is absolute gag worthy. So my (laughs) third guest on Friday is going to be an iconic third guest for Friday's show who happens to be an idol of mine, representing the LGBT plus community and a legendary um, queer rapper. I have the legendary... Caswell guys. So if anyone Ooh. is into Caswell, come on to tea time. He is gonna be talking about his life. And I, listen, can I just say when I told him to come over on tea time, he was he was just like, oh shit, we're actually gonna talk about this. Okay, we're doing this then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh I love it. So that. I'm gagged,
2: I'm literally gagged that an actual, shall we say, celebrity is coming over to do a tea time segment. So <laughs> You're I'm fucking really up all fucking so tough.
0: stereo celebs now. You're going into real life celebrities. Listen,
2: <laughs> I just I didn't even realise he was on stereo. I popped a voice there. I was like, can I have you a tea time? And then he added, <gasps> and then added me on Instagram and then he's like, listen, what is this show about? He was like dead on serious about it.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, yeah. British, I wonder if Pretty Spears will come on a stereo show with me
2: <laughs> <laughs> If only darling, if only I And know. also, finally, I'll be joined This is a long time coming actually Because I, I cancelled on him because I was pretty busy before But this is a long time coming for us I'll be joined on Saturday by none other than the kinkiest human on stereo Representing sex positivity to the listeners it is really lending, guys.
0: Ooh, that'll be a good show.
2: Yes. Okay, okay, let's play these messages. And also, guys, just so you guys know, don't forget to follow us if you are listening. The follow buttons are on our profiles. And, yeah, yeah give us a, also a follow on our social medias. We have our Twitters, Instagrams, and whatever linked to our profiles. So I give us a follow.
0: Linked. Go stalk us. Like our pics. Yes.
2: <laughs> and also, guys, don't forget to t- um, search for Tea Time with Paolo Pereira on Spotify, where this episode will be going live um, worldwide in a matter of hours. So Mama, give- I made
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: famous now. <laughs> Listen, if anyone has missed Catherine 2020's life, go and um, check her episode out on Spotify, which will be released in a couple of hours. And yes, let's check these messages before we go.
9: Let's go. Yes, Catherine. I am so with you on the hidden disabilities. Um, I have a stoma bag. I don't have my bladder anymore. And people don't understand when you need to use a disabled toilet. They don't see the bag because I don't wave it about and yeah I would love for people to know that it just isn't when you're in a wheelchair and yeah I'm with you girl 150 mm-hmm. percent
0: yes Holly. Yeah. So, there we go mm-hmm. just, yeah.
2: Thank you for sharing that, Holly. That's yeah. really appreciated of you, babes. Yeah. Okay, another one from Adam. Great tea time show, guys. I loved it. Um,
3: I couldn't stop listening. I literally put down my Xbox controller and just listen, listened. I was like, wow.
2: <laughs>
3: Isn't
0: that interesting? I, I,
2: oh, babes, I mean, you, were, uh, you were inspiring, honestly. What's a boy from
0: his Xbox? Me? Oh, my
7: God. Yeah. What is this
2: oh. power that I have? <laughs> <laughs> Babes, listen, you inspired a lot of people. And listen, if I didn't know about Gareth, um, Gareth Brooks, like, I I would have probably never known of the guy, like, whatsoever after this, you know?
0: Just, uh, you and know as what? well,
2: hidden disability, is like, you just made it aware, like, this is an issue.
0: Yeah, um, do you know what? I'm probably going to do a talk about it because I feel like it is an issue that needs to be addressed fully. Um, but yeah, it's just something that I kind of just wanted to touch upon. So yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and one more from Adam.
3: Can't wait for the next tea um, Time show. By the who's your who's your next guest?
2: It is Caswell, guys. Caswell. He is a famous <laughs> LGBT plus rapper in the gay community, and yeah, he's best friends. Um, I don't know if you noticed, know Catherine, but he's best friends with Peppermint from Drag Race season nine.
0: I think, yeah, I think I remember you saying, um, mm-hmm. George, I'm here for it.
2: And he was also, he appeared in the finals in season one as the per- the person who's producing the raps for the final challenge.
0: Oh, do you know what? I can't, <laughs> I've only watched season one of Drag Race once. I can't watch it. It's too old. <laughs> too... <laughs> too long ago.
2: <laughs> Listen, I... That's it. That budget was criminal, you know. <laughs> Thank Absolutely God criminal. it got stepped up. <laughs> yeah, they they stepped their pussies up honestly. Yeah. Okay, we have another one from Adam. What was the name of that country
0: singer again? And mm-hmm. um, so it's Garth Brooks. Um, like I said, it's t- it's really difficult to find his music in this country. Um, but if you've got an Amazon Prime, whether that's for film, um, or even if you've just got Amazon Prime. For buying stuff on amazon um you still get access to amazon music and as far as i'm aware all of this stuff is on amazon music
2: so yeah yes. guys once again give it up for catherine 2020 Woo! thank you so much girl and i love you so oh. much and you were very very you're just amazing you know
0: Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks to everyone for listening. And um, everyone, definitely go and follow Paolo. And so you'll get notified of when he does his tea times because they're 10 out of 10. And do you know what I I need to make happen? What? We need someone to tea time you.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what? I actually want that to happen at some point, but no one has, like... Come forth to be hosting me.
0: I I will host you. We'll sort it out at some point. Um, Yes.
2: If if that's the case, you should be called it. You should be called it tea tea time takeover.
0: (laughs) Tea time takeover featuring Paolo
2: (laughs) Right. Oh my God. The day will come. The day will come. (laughs) Look. uh, Look forward, guys. Um, Follow (laughs) Catherine twenty twenty if she actually schedules that shit. You know.
0: Follow me on Instagram. You're more likely to see it happening on there.
2: <laughs> okay, guys. We're leaving. We're leaving and loving you, everyone. So mwah, love you guys mwah. and stay spicy. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Bye.